everyone and welcome to Live Beats with Sarisha on Radio Caravan 104.1 FM and 700 AM. This is your host Sarisha Kuchimanchi. I'm a working mom, a former tech exec and a podcast host. I host the podcast Women, Career and Life where I share stories and practical advice for you to achieve your career and life goals. I talk about how your can advocate for yourself how to get on a vcn board and various other topics so don't forget to check it out on any of your favorite podcast platforms it was in the top 30% of spotify podcast last year if you have been following the show this is the second of one where i'm having a guest and i'm very happy to have manal keen here today joining us manal and i have connected because we are both podcasters and she is venturing out on her own But today's topic is mastering your money as we talk about the finance industry and what we can do in our own personal finances. She is in the banking industry. She's got a ton of experience working on strategy and finance and in various roles and which has given her broad experience as a chief of staff. So Manal, thanks for being here. Why don't you introduce yourself? Yes, yes. Thank you so much for the introduction. I'm so happy to be here. So Sarisha and I met by chance <laughs> at a podcast conference and now we are um here doing an interview together. So it's so nice to have connected. Um a little bit about my background. I spent about 16 years in the banking um industry running strategy and finance across multiple industries, uh mortgage, uh banking, treasury, wholesale payments. We are uh after having a robust career in financial services i sort of decided i wanted to venture out and maybe experience um things that i had not done prior and also follow a bit of my passions is it working yeah that's what i'm wondering can uh everyone hear us on the radio station Yeah just give us one second as we try and figure out why it doesn't sound like we can hear her so as we are talking about it Manal let's have a chat you were saying that you are from the banking industry so why don't you go ahead yeah thanks Arisha i guess we're having some technical difficulties <laughs> Um so after spending about what 16 17 years in the banking industry running strategy across multiple industries um I really wanted to do things that you know we as women just generally individuals crossing certain barriers in our life should do which is following our passions I knew that I wanted to make some sort of impact to society and individuals and young professionals So I decided to venture out and I teach at the University of North Texas. I teach finance there. Um I'm part of a few outreach programs while I was running strategy. Um very drastic and and scary numbers came to my eyes that minorities and females in the in North America only manage about 1.3% of assets under management. Yeah, very low yeah, number. Very low. So I I have a few I'm part of a few outreach programs and I'm on a board at the University of North Texas helping build different internship programs and opportunities for international students and females. Um and now I'm just, you know, now I've gone rogue. Now that I've taken the first step into passion world, um I'm writing a few books about leadership. I have a strong passion about uh young professionals young adults and developing the foundation for becoming executives and leaders 
leaders in the future. So more to come on that. Uh, I uh, am running a podcast, which is built on uh, mindset and mental fitness. Um, and there's there's who knows? The, the path has opened up now. <laughs> yeah. And as you can see on this show, we have various people join us talking about their own experiences. And it hopefully gives you an idea of what all we have opportunities to explore. That's kind of what I want to use this radio talk show for is to really show what avenues are out there. Because for me, I'm a first generation immigrant here. So, you know, I, I know certain aspects of everything that exists, but not all of it. So if it helps for us to know what's going on as well. So as we talk about it one of the things see i'm not much familiar with the banking industry other than what i hear right right, right. Uh, there's always a lot of changes as, as industry is going through change but for someone who's working in it what does life look like and i completely understand that it's your personal experience it depends on what role you are which industry or right. what you're doing but what is that cadence i always think there's a cyclical thing for any financial cycle and do they really work 14, 16 hours? Like, yeah. what is that? Yeah, I think it, you know, I think it's all um, relative. Like you said, everybody's journey is their journey, right? But within the within the banking industry, um, we, you know, there are many, many avenues and routes that individuals can take. Is it high demand? Yes. Um, does it require a lot of rigor and uh, sweat equity? Yes. Um, is it fulfilling? I think, you know, from many aspects, I didn't realize the value of having um, a true upbringing and grow career growth in banking, how much value it had once I left it. And then you realize, wow, most businesses, small and midsize, don't have uh, financial discipline and rigor like they should, right? And I that's when I became the teacher, the coach or the teacher um, and helping other small businesses. But yes, industry is quite demanding. I do feel that, um, you know, we maybe also a little culturally, if we bring in a little bit of maybe um, cultural nuances, uh, as women, we were raised and everybody's journey is individual, but predominantly raised to be safe and nurturing and um, hardworking, right? Well, I learned very quickly all those qualities as good as they are they don't get you promoted and so i had to learn the value of networking having a sponsor um understanding boundaries and how to say see i had a lot of 16 17 hour days but that's also i would say a bit self-inflicted because i thought in order to fit in i had to be that and I, I also assumed that, you know, me raising my hand and saying I need help was a taboo, which, you know, I do think there's a little bit of um, maybe, like I said, uh, on the Eastern Hemisphere of the world, a few cultural barriers that we need to loop out of. And I know you probably face this yourself in engineering and as a woman, but um, I think I had to learn really hard that it's OK to say no. It's OK to put boundaries. Being my feminine, I guess, embodying my feminine being and understanding what my leadership style meant more than trying to replicate what was accepted as a norm in that industry. Um, so I think, you know, with sort of the right mindset and continuously evolving and learning, I turned those 16 hour days to be um, integrated into my life and not so um, I would say stressful when I learned how to really embody other um, characteristics. That's true. I think it gives us different perceptions. And by the way, we'll open up the phone line so you guys can call in. The number is 214-817-3333. So 
do call in if you have questions on you know how it is in the finance world talking about personal finances so maybe you worked in that industry and have a different perspective and we'd love to hear what you're thinking because this i think gives everyone the opportunity to hear diverse voices and diverse experiences more importantly i think the interaction for most of us right even growing up banking was when i went with my parents to the bank right. to, you know deposit a check and stuff of course now everything is online and i had an interesting conversation this weekend actually when i was attending some uh, meetup for asian creators and uh, one of the creators who's big in that space she was talking about how they you know discussing salaries with each other sure. which is not something we tend to do right. often and also the other aspect of it uh, was the conversation we have with our own children about finances and stuff 100%. and uh the upbringing and everything right it's it, and it's this is not specific to any asian culture or any culture in specific i think it's just generally it's always been sort of a taboo subject for right. most of us so we hesitate to bring it up with our kids though i've had a lot more conversations with them now as i've made a career transition for those of you who might be listening and uh, may not know where keep referring to myself as a former tech executive you saw that transition is i quit my corporate job about a month ago and i'm going through um my podcasting and this radio talk show and trying to figure out some things and i think uh trying to figure out your life <laughs> yes <laughs> true in some in a lot of ways and you know this the finances are are a backbone of the discussion and the decision making and the reason i say that is i think a lot of those steps i would be very hard pressed to take if i didn't have some idea of what my kind of what i call my numbers looked like and whether i was willing to take the risk right. because I think that's and I don't want to this conversation is not just about women and finances I think it's about everybody in the ecosystem and I know that we may not all have the opportunity the luxury of time or the bandwidth and so many things but in any way what we can do to manage it so I wanted to walk through you know you briefly touched on your finance industry experience and there are so many aspects to it right. and I think for anyone um, getting into it sort of what background do they need like what sort of degree programs let's get there and then we'll jump into what yes. you did in your own personal finances sure sure um so you know going into banking and going into finance i think you know understanding the path you want to take because at the end of the day it is um and especially nowadays the future of banking and finance is to heavily technology driven right um and it's also a runs as a business like most businesses do. And so you have to really decide are you doing true finance which is managing P&Ls and cash flows and um analysis and trending etc which then you would take like a financial analyst route try to get into an internship program and grow your career. Are you a uh are you into technology and you want to make impacts in the fintech world then you're blending right you should probably blend um your technology degrees with some sort of um financial acumen or management or so forth certification right um understanding the business helps you understand how to better automate and um build the future of banking and finance and then just like any other corporation which i find it really interesting that most people or my students get surprised when i'm like and then there's marketing there's operations there's back end there's front end there's client facing and so you take your i think this is the biggest thing um most individuals they fear 
or, you know, just banking or um, heavy, you know, industries that are heavy in like, you know, mathematics or whatever, a lot of people shun away from because it's not flashy. And, you know, it's not like, you know, the the, the Bollywood movie of all the industries, right? Like it's, <laughs> it's plain, it's boring, it's not exciting. But that's what I tell people, if, if you're if your desire is to go into uh, bank, there are so many avenues you can take. It's not just finance. Um, and then, of course, if you're interested in investing in the future of investing, um, uh, personal finances, uh, you can you know go into wealth management, um, financial planning. Right. I tell my students, if there are students listening or individuals that are trying to go into that space, even as adults, um, you, you know, you have to have a series of licenses, just like accountants of CPAs, et cetera. You can now actually take your SIE which back in the day used to be your series seven. It was part of it. Um, now you can take it without sponsorship, without a company. So you can get your foot in the door, put that on your resume. I tell my students to take it in college because now you're learning um, what financial securities are, what the financial markets are. It's really like um, uh, finance 101 from an investing perspective, but it's more vocabulary and regulations. Um, that will get your foot in the door. I'm telling you, especially if you have kids out there that are going in the industry, have them take the exam and put it on their resume before they, they get in. It's, it's going to be a big, big game changer. I think that's a very good insight because I think two things that I was, as, I, as you were talking, that I was uh, sort of resonating with me is what are the backgrounds, like you said, and there's the PNL aspect and fintech. When you talk about fintech, when you look at all the startups going on, right? There's of course the yes. tech startups, but there's a humongous fintech industry growing, not just in the US but everywhere, like uh, in everywhere. Asia and all of it. And the other part of it is when you're talking about this whole personal finance space, like a lot of the people going to financial advising and right. other aspects of it, and just look at the other aspects. And I think this is a true statement of every industry. So when you're thinking of, say, finance or tech or whichever industry, do not forget that there's a humongous support. And I wouldn't necessarily tag them as support, but there's a humongous orchestrated ecosystem that supports yeah. it. There's a HR, there's a cross-functional you know, teams. Exactly. IT and everything. So all these functions are core functions and no matter which company you do, small, mid-size, they, maybe they don't need it full time, but they need still someone to keep the book, someone for hiring. So if you're running a small business, there are opportunities to do this in so many ways. So start thinking and expanding that and how do we do that, right? I mean, it's something we don't tend to think about because even last week when I had uh, Shweta talking about HR and all that, so she might be hiring for tech, but so many people have uh, other aspects as they're there. So if you're tuning in right now, this is Life Beats with Sirisha on 104.1 FM. Uh, we are talking about mastering your money. I'm a former tech exec, a podcast host, and a working mom. I host the podcast Women, Career, and Life, which you can find on any of your podcast platforms. I'm here with Manal Keen. We are talking about the finance industry and sort of unwrapping our own finances as we kind of, you know, dwell into this uh, space, which most of us hesitate to talk about and, you know, are kind of shy about it and averse about it. But I think it's uh, very important because I think what you have been sharing is you're just talking about some of the certifications that people can get as they transition. Right. right. And I, I feel like, you know, if we transition, because you, you mentioned this a couple of times, like personal finances, and I do feel personal finances and being a business owner, small to medium sized businesses where you have to manage your own financials, it all stems, the foundation stems with mindset. 
it that's the root of it um you know accounting and finance is scary for many many individuals it is a pain if you're a business owner and you're dealing with so many facets of the business and now you're having to sit there and do your financials but like you said at the beginning understanding and knowing your numbers allows you to make the right decisions whether personally or professionally um, I talk about mindset. I do have a podcast that's launching on Wednesday called Power Up with Manal that's focused on mindset. And I say this out of experience myself. And I have seen this a lot. I was in the finance industry. I have a finance degree. I have a master's. And I will tell you for a long time in my life, and I feel like there's a lot of individuals out there that will feel with me. I also didn't invest. Because I knew, I knew the markets, I knew everything, but there was something inside me that as I was, what, I don't know if it's, you know, upbringing, if it's, you have a family, so you're naturally nurturing and you want to be safe. But I was also, I think, so busy in my life. I just sort of didn't allot that time to think about it. And when I started changing the way I think about my financials and I, the way I stopped trying to go zero to 1000 and just take baby steps. That's when I feel like I became better and we are living in a digital age. So to me, I think like you, you almost like, this is such a beautiful time when you first, you know, became an adult. And when I was adulting, we really didn't have any information. We were only as good as, you know, the walls we lived in and the books we read, there was no Google. Um, we didn't, you know, investing was something like, oh, you have to go to a financial advisor and they're the holder of knowledge. Well, now knowledge is everywhere. The likes of Robinhood and Acorn have basically built this beautiful world where everyone can have knowledge. So I usually tell people start small, you don't have to break the bank. And I did not realize when I first started into the industry how easy it is to put maybe a little bit, not even 8% of your you know, salary into like an index fund and let it, um, I'll give you, I'll give everybody a little hint here, but let it you know, compound at about an eight to 10%, 12% interest rate depending on the market, right? At the bank, when you put your money in a money market or so forth, you're earning what, 1% or less? Well, <laughs> there's a lot that goes behind the scenes, but let me just tell you, most financial institutions on that 1% they're giving you are probably making about 20 to 25% in interest off the deposits that you're depositing into the bank. So we can all be smarter. Yeah, and uh, I think sort of the inside look is banks use that money to invest in other things, right? right. That's the reason. I mean, that's, that's the reason the industry exists. And, you know, when you're talking about small steps, I mean, we've all made mistakes. We continue to make, oh, but yes. we all- 100%. And we're continuously learning. And, um, you know, taking, if you're, working in a job starting or maybe you're well into your career you know if you're working in a corporate job or you're running your own business think about the IRAs and the 401ks first to do index fund I guess that's sort of a simpler option as you're looking at it that's kind of what I had to do when I moved uh, jobs before and I rolled over my IRA I didn't know enough about it right, right. so I gave it to a you know, one of these institutions that they invested. And I realized years later, as I learned more, that there were so many fees around it, back end and oh. front end, and it took a long time to unravel it. But I think it was still the best move because it got me into that journey. It made, I made mistakes. Yeah, I probably made money. I lost money. I don't know where I landed, but it at least gave me the step forward to move and start doing. And, you know, I, and Manal said there's a ton of videos and ton of information, but I would I would say this is the flip side of this this time now, right? There's too much information. So yeah. how do you know which one is correct, which is true and which is not good? So 
hey, if, if you have kids and you know Khan Academy, you could even start there. Khan Academy, I think, has finance videos. You know, there are certain institutions that run them, like Bank of America has it. A lot of places have them. And there are obviously uh, people who are very popular on social media and other places. But start with those steps. Uh, start working. And it might be even for you good to have a small group of friends to I, get together. I was going to say that, yeah. Like having a good support group and mm -hmm. do it together because it's it's not, like I said, it's not fun and exciting. You're not going to a party. There's no music. Like it's boring. Like it is boring for most people. <laughs> um, but to your point, look, all these institutions, if you're going to put your money somewhere, the, the beauty, which we kind of miss out, is they have, um, you can call and ask any questions you want. And there's no shame in asking questions. It is your money. If you don't feel comfortable, don't put your money there. If you want to start small, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. If, it, you know, if you, there's literally nothing wrong with that. And I, I say that all the time because I think there's a mis, misperception that, you know, investing your money is sitting behind, uh, you know, multiple computer screens and watching the market all day long and it's stressful and money goes up and down. No, when 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 you invest into and if, if that's a journey that you want to go on, by all means, there are people yes. with that personality and they love it. Right. Um, and you do gain, you know, high gains, high losses. But you, you know, usually um, there's a trade off. Um, those who are safer and putting it in an index fund, you're not doing any of that, mm -hmm. any of that. You're literally you're betting on the entire um, U.S. economy. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. And, <laughs> and so so it's it's safe. It's slow. But at least it's multiplying at a, a higher rate than your uh, money market account. And you feel like you're making um, strides. If you don't know um, what the time value of money is in its simplest form, every day a dollar sits in a bank account not invested, it loses money. So if you if you put $100 in your account today, by the end of the week, you're already at 99.98, right? Yeah, then the following yeah. week, you're going further down, further down, further down. And everybody can feel it today because of inflation. Yeah, exactly. The gallon of milk that you're buying is just getting more expensive right. and your money is not stretching as well. We have a few minutes. Uh, if anyone wants to call in and chime in, 214-817-3333 as Manal and I are getting ready to wrap up this discussion around money. You know, when you're talking about, uh, you know, investing in all of these small baby steps, a lot of these accounts in the... Previously, they didn't have it, but a lot of these investment firms have like you can start with small amounts of money and more often than not, either through the institutions you work at or other places, they have free financial resources, financial advisors, at least in the first step, they'll give you a good idea of what to do. They can help you when I call run the numbers. I mean, they'll tell you how to look at your budget. I know we don't like to look at line by line, but it'll give you a good idea of, you know, for yeah. your lifestyle, when you're planning to retire and stuff. Okay, we have a caller. Um, they'll be going directly on air. So let's take them. Hello, you're on air, please. Hello, you're live on air. Please go ahead. Hello. Hello, hello. Hi. <laughs> I don't hear anybody. Yes, I think. Okay. Hi, you're live on air. Maybe you want to call back. We can't quite hear you. So maybe why don't you call us back in and we'll take you. We have about two more minutes. And um, while we get somebody on, I was also going to say, um, you know, like you had mentioned, taking baby steps. I think, you know, there was also this 
pre-notion of fear when it comes to other things like starting your own business maybe mm -hmm. or taking steps that you feel aren't considered safe in life right um i would say that for a lot of people out there that what we don't realize like when i ventured out oh my gosh i didn't realize how much availability of funds there is outside like in grants free money every city you open a business they'll give you incentives to open the business like you can get you know yeah low interest loans low whatever but there's so many options hey you're live on air can you hear us hello we, we are having technical issues again <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so this is the second time I'm trying this. So, you know, if us inadvertently I'm not able to get you on air, I apologize for that. As maybe, I try to figure... Maybe individuals can send in questions. Yeah, also. so as we wrap up, we have like five minutes. I am sorry if you're not able to join us online, but, you know, you can send me a DM at Women Career and Life on Instagram, W-O-M-E-N-C-A-R-E-E-R and Life. Or you can definitely reach out to me on LinkedIn and send me a message there, Sirisha Kuchimanchi, S-I-R-I-S-H-A. I know it's going to be a mouthful. K-U-C-H-I-M-A-N-C-H-I. But women, career, and life. Reach out to me. And, you know, as I resolve this stuff, we are wrapping up. Manal, I want to thank you so much. This has been such a great discussion. Yes. There's so much more. And if you think we want to hear more on this topic, definitely call back or send yeah. me a DM on Instagram or reach out through me at email womencareerandlife at gmail.com. As we wrap up, see you next week. Thank you. Bye.